Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, yeah. Better than this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this shit. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Thursday edition of the show. The NFL season kicks off tonight. Kyle, I'm not going to lie, I almost sang like Hank Williams Jr., Are You Ready for Some Football? And then I just didn't. You know, that's why there was a little hesitation at the beginning. What was the Thursday night song a couple years ago that was just like the most unlistenable garbage? Do you remember? It was like 2015 or so. Uh, I really they were heavy color rush. I really like what's happening right now with Carrie Underwood on Sunday nights. Well, I'm talking about Thursday night. Oh, oh, well, the Thursday. Look. Do you remember the Thursday night jingle? Uh, no, I don't. It made me want to spoon out my eardrums. Spoon out. That's an interesting word choice. Yeah, just scoop, scoop all that stuff in there that picks up on noises because that's how bad it was. I don't remember it at all. At all. So, do, all right, real, real quick. Let's let's talk music. We're talking music. Yeah. Okay. Which intro would you rather have? Would you rather have the Faith Hill Sunday Night Football or the Carrie Underwood Sunday Night Football? Emphatically, Carrie Underwood. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh, yes. The 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 Faith Hill one for me is like the classic because that was like. I'm in college at the time. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Carrie Underwood moves the needle for me, you know? That's all I'm not, I'm not talking about their their qualities. They're both lovely women. I don't remember the Faith Hill song, Cal, to be completely honest with oh, you. Oh, jeez. I'm going to send it to you right now. The quality of the I don't I for comparing the quality of the song, I don't remember it. I'm I'm listening to it right now. That's not surprising. Hey Jack, it's a fag, right? Isn't that Carrie Underwood's song? Brother, the where, same do you think one? The, where do you think the Carrie Underwood version came from? It's the same song. <sighs> Carrie Underwood's a better singer than Faith Hill. Wow. Yeah, power take. Factually incorrect. Uh, you know, it's actually provable. Yeah, Carrie Underwood's better. Yeah. Have you seen either in concert live? I'll be honest here. Sir. Sorry, I was jamming out. what I miss? Have you I ever seen either one time. in concert? No. Whoa, does that sound like does that sound like a group of concerts that I would go to? Man, you go to a country concert, you get like additional acts, and so sometimes you uh you catch them. But I, I've seen Carrie Underwood twice. Once as a she's headliner, got, she's got a phenomenal voice. She's an amazing singer. I don't know how she like carries her voice that long into a set, just mm-hmm. crushing every damn song. Man, unbelievable mm-hmm. talent. So we're here today to not talk about Sunday Night Football jingles. You want to listen to that real quick while we... Uh, I don't know if I do. I, uh, I'm i good. Oh, you it sent start... it to me. Yeah, I already yeah. sent it to you. It starts uh-huh. at 32 seconds. You know, I'm just focused in here on, on the podcast, not listening to songs. Not, not a multitasker. You hate to no, see... No, everybody knows that. All right. What, what, what was it the other day where I was like trying to get something out of you? I don't know. And like you just could not do two things at the same time. Do you remember this? There's no such thing as multitasking. There's just prioritizing of tasks. Takes on takes. Yeah, we'll 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 revisit that next Tuesday. (laughs) 
how do you want to read the lines here? Did, uh, is this like in kickoff time? Yeah, it's kickoff time. I say we just uh, rotate like we did last time. All right. Do we want to acknowledge what our record is to this point? I think it's just important that mine is better than yours. Yours is one result better than mine. Neither one of us has a losing record, though. I thought I had 14 wins and you have 12. Yes, but if you don't get the Stanford game and I get Northwestern, we're both, we both have 13 wins. <laughs> There's no ifs with this, Kyle. The results are what happened. I understand that, but I'm saying we were Northwestern pooping their pants away from us being tied with 13 wins. Right, but <laughs> it's not what happened. Okay, so right now you have 14 wins and I have 12 wins. Right, thank you. So I have a plus two advantage going into week two. And just because you put me on the spot like that, I'm yeah. going to make you do the first game. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Marshall at Boise State. The line is Boise State minus 12. Give me the Broncos coming off a hop, come from behind win over Florida State, down 31 to 13. I like this freshman quarterback they have. I like Curtis Weaver, the edge rusher. Marshall ain't going to be able to hang with them. They're going to cover. Two touchdown win for the Boise State Broncos. I'm surprised this is this small of a – you know, I mean, I, I guess Marshall won nine games last year. Games being played in Idaho, man. That, I mean, go. yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, I'm also going to take Boise State here, but I'm surprised that the spread is – as small as it is, which makes me kind of wonder like, well, who'd they bring back? You know, they start asking questions a little bit, but I ultimately don't yeah. think it matters. Are you calling free money here? Is this free money bet? No, I, I don't want to use that. I don't want to abuse that phrase. Yeah, it's got to be special. It's got to be special, right? Did we have any free money bets last week? Uh, I had one. It was the over on Wake Forest and Utah State. 60 and a half. It's the only thing I gave the label to. Okay. Um, the second game that we have here involving a top 25 team has no line. It's a no line game. But we're still going to make the pick. Would have liked you to write in no line, Joe. Really? Murray maybe... State at Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Who do we think wins that? Georgia's right. going to win that football game by about 60 points. Yeah. No, the line would have been nice there, but. Uh... All right, okay, up. since you're this up. is a fun game here, because uh, I, I did some work on Cincinnati's offense this week watching uh, that tight end they have, Josiah DeGura, good player. Yeah, uh, he really popped last week. Yeah, he, you know, look, he's like he's not the biggest or the fastest or the strongest, but I think he's got some receiving upside and flex piece. You know, you can do some different things with him. Uh, Cincinnati on the road at number five, Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by 16. Ohio State minus 16, mm. huh? Mm. Yeesh. Hmm. I wish I wasn't going first on this one. Yeah, why do you think I made you do the Boise State one first? Mm-hmm. I looked down mm-hmm. the list. Yeah, well. And, all right. Um, Ohio State at home. At home. Cincinnati's a good team, man. They got like a decent quarterback. I think they won like 11 games last year or something like that. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> but. Well, I, I, go ahead. It's a three Ohio State co- wins the game, right? But do they cover 16 right, points? Right, right. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat with the next game that we're doing with Michigan, too. But Yeah. Whew. Um, do you have any faith in Cincinnati's ability to make explosive plays with Michael Warren at running back? 
because they will need explosive plays to keep up with Ohio State. I mean, Michael Warren's good low back. He is a good low back. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Do you My have- biggest question is, does Cincinnati have the dudes on defense to limit Ohio State's points? You know? No. Ohio State covers. Thank you. Nudge you in that direction. Go this next one, I yeah, I'm worried about this. Uh, you know, you know the vibe I kind of got from that Cincinnati tight end. What'd you say his name was? Josiah Degura. He almost gave me some Kyle Warring vibes. He's a little smaller, but yeah, I mean, ball and skills, it, natural receiving ability, a little raw. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I mean, that's just literally just one one game's worth of observations. I don't I have no educated opinion on him whatsoever. But w- watching that Cincinnati game last week. That's kind of where my mind went. I'm like, oh yeah, like this this guy's a nifty little guy. They can you you don't have to put him uh, out in the slot. They I mean they work him near the point of attack and on the strong side of runs. So thought he had a, a really nice debut against uh, UCLA. One one other note on him: he runs vertical routes too. Like he's not just a leak in space type of guy. They'll get him on some seam routes and and really allow him to work the deeper portions of the field. He has good ball skills, so that's a part of his game. There's no projection or guesswork there. He does it. All right. Our next game is Army at Michigan. Michigan minus 22. And I'll be damned if Michigan didn't disappoint us last week. We both took Michigan to cover a 34.5 point spread against Middle Tennessee State. They did not do it. They only won by like 19. So this week they play Army in the big house. Michigan minus 22. <laughs> Jeez, man. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule for Army last year. I know what I'm doing here. How many points do you think Army could score in this game? Mm, 14? How many points? 14? Uh, I can think they can get to, to 17 or 20. Okay, so you're effectively saying you're going to bet that Michigan's going to hang 40 points on Army if you're going to take Michigan to cover the spread. Do you know when the last time Army gave up 40 points was? Uh, I don't. Nope. North Texas, November 18th, 2017. They gave up 38 to Ohio State in 2017. And this is not an Ohio State offense. Give me Army to cover. I'm going Army to cover for the for the reason of uh, they run an option offense and Michigan hasn't played one in a long time. Looking at their schedule last year, they didn't play any option offenses. And there's a level of preparation that comes with playing the option. And uh, it's a type of team that can keep it close. Michigan wins a game, but Army Army will keep it within 22. All right, I got Rutgers at Iowa. There's Where's no the line. Up. How's there no line here? I don't know what to tell you. There's no line. Okay, listen. What do we Rutgers, think? Is Rutgers FCS caliber school here or what? Right, so Iowa wins. Iowa will win the football game. That is right. correct. So we've picked five games, Joe. We're locking step so far. Yeah, could get interesting here, though. The disrespect here is unbelievable. Yep. Syracuse, number 21, a road dog to Maryland. Get the hell out of here. Syracuse is going to win this game outright. 
I agree, and I think that Syracuse uh, left some points on the board last week against Liberty. is a good tune-up game for them, I think, and I think their their offense will be firing on all cylinders. Well, they already play great defense. And you know the Terps are going to be feeling themselves because they hung up 79 points. Against, Did they really? They played um, Howard and beat them 79 and nothing. <laughs> Let's go. Dino Babers and that that defense, brother. That might be the might be a free free money bet right there, man. I think that is free money. It might free free money there. Let, let's get through. Let's get through the rest yeah. of the the slate because I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to. I'm afraid of commitment prematurely. Yeah, yeah, understand that. All right, uh, I'm up here, in Northern Illinois at Utah. Utah's favored to win by 21 and a mm. half points. Mm. You know I like the Utes this year, man. Uh, Zach Moss, what a stud running back he is. Tyler Huntley. He'll, Push it down the field a little bit. They play stout, firm defense. Northern Illinois coming to the West Coast to play to face my Pac-12 champion Utah Utes. Give me the Utah Utes to cover. Our Utes, Joe, hammering it with you. All right, see all, all caps with the word "our." I, I respect our it. Utes. Oh well, guess who's got to go first on this one, huh? That's fine. Texas A&M is going to cover seventeen. Woo! So it's number twelve, Texas. A&M. This is a three thirty kick, right? Yeah, thank God. Oh, the, the the timing of this week's games are just beautiful. Well, yeah, because there's like three good games, so we got to spread them all out. And they did it. They did. That's fine with me. I only want to watch th- you know three or four games a week anyway that I really focus on. Yep. Perfect job. Yeah. Yep. So Texas A and M, yep. in Clemson. Yep. I'm listening all week long. Now, unlike the Texas LSU game, where they're poking each other with with you know, backhanded compliments and jabs and. There's not a lot of this going on, but I'm listening to Texas a and I'm listening to Kellen Mond, and he's talking about how this game is personal for him after last year. This is a team that brought back a lot of talent, Texas A&M, and they gave Clemson everything they could handle last year. As close as Clemson has come to a loss, besides Syracuse last year. Clemson is favored over number 12 Texas A&M by 17 points which means 17 still a push. So am I going to bet that Clemson's going to beat Texas A&M by three touchdowns this year? The answer is no, and that's why I'm taking Clemson outright, but A&M to cover the spread. What a fun game this was last year, man. Yes. Yeah, Cleveland Farrell, really, with his pass rush towards the end of the game, is a reason Clemson was able to win this game. Um, my understanding is Trevor Lawrence didn't play last, well last, last, uh, last week against Georgia Tech. Did not. So, um, yeah, give me, give me, I didn't, nope, I didn't mean to do that. Texas A&M. Oh, you scared the hell out of me. Yeah, nope, sorry. I was not going to feel good if the only discrepancy we have before 8 o'clock games Mm -mm. is the number one team in the country. So you're taking A&M. Oh, brother, am I ever. Yep. The Clemson wins the game. Close game. Closer game. Ten ten points. Yep. I mean, this this spread really should have been like nine and a half. I would greatly struggle with nine and a half. Right. Seventeen's like, yeah, uh, Texas A&M. All right, I'm up here. Central Michigan against Wisconsin. Wisconsin minus 35. Jonathan Taylor running all over people, catching touchdown passes. How'd that quarterback look? Do you know? Wisconsin's um, quarterback last week? Fine. This game was being played, I think, while I was at. He didn't, wasn't asked to do anything. Yeah, it was, I was at, I was at the Jack great Cone, game. Right? I, watch it. I think so. I'm not sure. I didn't watch any of it. All I know is that Jonathan Taylor had a good game. Central Michigan. Yeah, Cone was 19 to 26 for 199 yards. Oh, 
So he just kind of dink and dunked his way around, huh? Yeah. I mean, his two touchdown passes were both to Jonathan Taylor. What was the one final score of that game? Uh, I believe it was 49 to nothing. Oof. Let's go, Wisconsin. On Wisconsin at home to cover. Wisconsin to cover a 35-point spread, Joe. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Uh, (laughs) I would have taken Wisconsin at like 30 30 and a half. 35, though? That means they have to win by more than five or more than five touchdowns. I know they got to put this the eyeball test, though, man. This stuff matters. Got to pound it on. I hope you pick Wisconsin because I'm nervous about it. You know, you're gonna put your faith in the Chippewas and Jim McElwain. That's probably what influenced my bet more than anything. Central Michigan. Okay, what what happened? Did God tell you that or what? No, I'm sitting here looking at Wisconsin last year. How many times they won by more than 35? Didn't happen, did it? Didn't happen once. They beat Western Kentucky last year 34-3. to And I understand that they just went out and they just beat the pants off of USF. But guess what? Last I checked, Charlie Strong's still in charge there, right? Mm-hmm. That program's in trouble. So I think you'll also get a little bit of an overlook here from Wisconsin because they have to play Michigan at home next week. So there might be a little bit of, you know, they might be a little slow to start. You know, you're just trying to get through to next week, fool around a little bit. Wisconsin will comfortably win. But I'm not betting on them pitching consecutive shutouts. And I don't trust that they're going to just rip off seven 60-yard runs this year or this game. Jonathan Taylor needs this for his Heisman uh, bid this year. Give me Central Michigan. All right. So Nebraska minus four, a road favorite against Colorado. Nebraska somehow managed to come out of last week's performance still ranked, huh? (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Give me Nebraska. I know it's a rivalry game. And I know Colorado has Steven Montez and LaVisca Chenault. And I know that game was a, it was a great game last year. You remember that game? Chenault caught that touchdown to win the game? Yeah, was that the Stanley Morgan drop game? Yes. Yeah. But I like Nebraska as a, as a program that's trending up. Colorado is pretty flatlined. I know it's in Colorado. Don't care. Nebraska minus four. Give me the Buffaloes. Uh, are you just being different for the sake of being different here? What's the no, deal? They're, they're at the home. They're, they're at home. They they handled Colorado State pretty well last week in a rivalry game. Uh, Nebraska, Nebraska didn't have the best of showing against South Alabama. And, uh, look, I think I think the, the Mel Tucker-led Colorado Buffaloes will be ready to play, man. All right. I'm glad I'm not picking this one first. This is a big Jeez. ass number. <laughs> what do you what do you do with this, right? It's Alabama minus fifty five and a half against New Mexico State. What the hell? I mean, they beat they beat Duke by thirty nine, right? I mean, Duke's better than New Mexico State. 
But at what point, I mean, just like, I mean, you, you could win 50 to three and not cover, you know? Yeah. Like, my God. You could win 56 to three and not cover, Joe. It's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I've got to take a gander at Alabama's schedule last year. Do they play any schools like this? Arkansas State, 57 to seven. So they wouldn't have covered there. Louisiana, 56 to 14, did not cover there. Uh, Citadel, 50 to 17. New Mexico State's going to cover. Give me, give me whatever the hell their uh, mascot is. What is it? The Lobos? I don't know. The Aggies? I don't know what it is, man. Not I'll a clue. Tell you what, anytime I get a number this big, my gut always tells me to take the uh, the under. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Not going to oh, overthink new- this one. New Mexico State. New Mexico State lost 58 to 7 last week against Washington State. Oh, they were 3 and 10 or 3 and 9 last year. What's their mascot? The Aggies, good oh, job. Oh, nailed it. Good job, good job. But I will say this, they didn't lose any games by more than 55 points. I mean, 60 to 13 against Utah State was like their biggest loss, and that still didn't that wasn't 55 and a half. All right. You're up. All right. I am up. Northern Colorado versus Washington State, no line. Yeah. Northern Colorado. No, I'm just kidding. Washington State's <laughs> going to win. Yeah. And then I have this uh, no line game here of South Dakota against Jalen Hurts and the Oklahoma Sooners. Everybody's picking Oklahoma on that. All right. UCF at Florida Atlantic. UCF minus 11. Hmm. Yeah. That, that that line moved down, by the way. It was higher. What, was it probably closer to two touchdowns? No, it was like 12 and a half. It's down to 11. Let me check real quick. We'll check Florida, in action here. Florida Atlantic. Let's see. Lane Kiffin. Devin Singletary ain't there. Kareth White ain't there. Who's their quarterback? That bum from Alabama, Blake Barnett? Is that who they have? No, he's at um, South Florida. South Florida. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So Florida Atlantic lost to Ohio State 45 to 21 last week. Yep. Yikes. Got to start the schedule with two ranked teams. That's, that's tough. Give me Central Florida here. Yeah, they, they I mean they beat Florida A and M sixty two to nothing last week, and not that I have a whole lot of love for Florida A and M, but that's a pretty convincing win. Yep, and it's a road game, but not really, right? I mean, it's still yeah, an in state game. Give me, give me UCF to cover this. I'm up. Oh no, I'm up first on this one. Yeah, eh? why, why do you think I let you pick the first game, Joe? I told you. I looked down the list. All right, we got number six LSU at number nine Texas. Everybody thinks Texas is back. LSU is a good defense. I do not love their offense. Sam Ellinger at home. LSU minus six and a half. I know. So they have to win and win by a touchdown, huh? In Texas. I don't know if that happens, man. Give me Texas. I agree with you. Give me the Longhorns, our Longhorns. I'm not going that far, but... Oh, wow. <laughs> Tulane at Auburn. Bo Cox. Auburn Bo Nicks, minus 17 and a half. 
Yeah. I can tell you this about Tulane. They don't have the team speed on defense that Oregon did. And that's why I think Auburn's going to run wild on these dudes. Give me Auburn at home to cover a 17.5-point spread. Yeah, give me Auburn. Uh, Auburn at home's covering this for sure. UT Martin at Florida. No line, Florida. Our Gators. Yeah, for sure. Penn State hosting Buffalo minus 30. <laughs> Call me crazy. I know there's been a lot of flux at, in, in State College this offseason. Penn State covers 30 point spread. Yeah, this UB team's different this year, right? No Tyree Jackson, no KJ Osborne, no Anthony Johnson, no Khalil Hodge. Uh, and for a team like Buffalo to have that many players leave that I think are important to them being a good team last year, give me Penn State. I really like some of their weapons on offense, and and you know they they can play good defense. They have some they have some NFL caliber talent on all three levels. Yep, amen to that. So Nevada is going to Oregon, who's looking to bounce back from pooping their pants against Auburn in a nationally televised game. Have to imagine that's pretty embarrassing. So they are 24 and a half point favorites. And I could tell you this about Oregon. If I was a duck, I'd come out this week all kinds of pissed off. So I think Oregon is going to cover the 24 and a half point spread and they're going to lay it on heavy on the Wolfpack. Really? Really? Nevada. 24 and a half. It's in Oregon, Oregon, which really helps them. Yeah, but is is Justin Herbert going to have – Oregon's a much better football team. They're home. Yeah, give me the Ducks. Give me the Ducks, but I don't don't think that's free money. I didn't say it was. All right, you got to pick the uh, Western Michigan-Michigan State game. Michigan State favored by 16 at home. You got a chance to watch a little bit of Michigan State last week, didn't you? Yeah. Meh. It's exactly what you would imagine it would be. It's almost 20. like you should have done something other than just keep all your coaches and assign them new position groups. 28 to 7 over Tulsa. Western, but what is Western Michigan? Well, and have? Michigan State, I believe they got a safety in that game and they also got a defensive touchdown in that game. Western Michigan beat Monmouth 48 to 13. They were they were pretty pretty bad down the stretch last year, too. Western Michigan or Michigan State? Western Michigan. They won- They lost four of their last five. They got routed by Toledo 51 to 24, lost to Ohio 59 to 14, overtime loss to Ball State. They beat Northern Illinois by a touchdown and then their bowl game against BYU, they lost 49 to 18. Yikes. And I don't know what I can extrapolate from a win against Monmouth. Give me Sparty. I'll take Michigan State here as well, but I'm going to tell you right now the final score is going to be like 19 to 0. Right. Yeah. Like, well, then that, that would be fine. That would be okay. just fine for us here. Uh, Cal at Washington, number 14, Washington is favored by 13 and a half. Jacob Eason looked good last week, Joe. He looked real good last week. Yeah. Washington's got some weapons on offense. Yeah, I'm buying in. Give me Washington here to cover 13 and a half. 
Really? Yeah, they'll win by two touchdowns. This game was was it? Uh, it was twelve to ten last year. Yep, a dumb matter. Jacob Eason twelve to ten. Jacob Eason versus Jake Browning. You know Washington oh, yeah. can keep the screws on the defense. Now they're going to get a couple balls down the field because they got a got a guy that can throw it more than twelve yards down the field. Oh boy, our husky. I'll go as far to say our huskies. This week. I mean, you think I'm just going to go along with this? I'm trying to help you. Trying to help me, huh? I'm trying to help you help yourself. Right now, we're only different on two games this week. I know. That gives me a lot of motivation. And Wisconsin Central Michigan. Gives me some motivation to pick Cal in this game, man. 13 and a half. Cal didn't lose a lot of games. Give me Cal. Give me Cal. Wow. Wow. Let's go. And what, what's the deal with no line on Stanford USC? Is it because uh, – Costello, QB, yeah. QB's hurt? Yeah. Actually, both these quarterbacks are out. Right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so this becomes a total wild card. But here's the deal. Um, I think Stanford has more talent. I think they're better <laughs> coached. And because of those things, even though this is in the Coliseum, I will take Stanford outright to win this game. I am picking Stanford exclusively because you pick them, and I'm not going to have a, a loss here to it's you on this part. matchup. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen, brother. So we got three different, right? Three different. Somebody is guaranteed to have a better record this week. That's the goal. Uh, what are they? I have Cal covering. They're going to lose the game. They're going to cover thirteen and a half against Washington. Against Washington, uh, we um, have. You took Colorado at home mm-hmm. minus or plus four, and I took yep. Nebraska minus four. Yep. And then you took Wisconsin at home minus 35. I don't like that. I wish I didn't do that. And I took – not too late to change your mind, brother. And I took it's Central not- Michigan plus 35. I should change my mind there. You, and that would be cowardly, though, wouldn't it? Well, I'm going to start the sign-off right now. And if you want to change it, you got to get it in before I thank everybody for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast. If you have hot takes for next week at the Joe Marino at Grinding the Tape uh, for your with the hashtag takes on takes. Uh, I know we've already got a bunch lined up. It's going to be fun. We have the NFL this weekend. Kickoff is tonight. Hope you guys tune in. Hope you guys come back and talk to us again tomorrow. I am Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks as always for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.